First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Live from New York, it's the show that is not banned from Baldazar. It's First Things First. <laughs> That's a deep cut. Today, wow. Dak is back. I don't even get that. Well, <laughs> but will his return be spoiled by Dan Campbell and Nick's guy, Jared Goff? Meanwhile, the Packers not back. Why is Rodgers asking to change the offense? Just wants it a little simpler. And finally, oh, it's the day... We've all Ooh, been waiting for. We call it Clippers Day around the office. It's the day where we make our predictions. Alongside Nick Wright, I'm Kevin Wild. Brew, do you, are you want to give us a little sneak teaser Look, of where you got the Clippers? The Clippers are going to be nice. Redemption year for John Wall. That's all I'm saying. John Wall? John Wall. We're yeah, we're on Kawhi. Kawhi goes without saying. What, what? But John Wall is coming back. I think John Wall has played more recently than Kawhi. We're going to have to check, but I think that might be true. Checking? You actually might be right. <laughs> uh, we start with, oh my goodness, the sad Broncos ballad of Russell Wilson. Bro, I'm trying to be a good teammate. No, you're not. Russ throws for 15 yards <laughs> in the second half hey, and hey, overtime. Finish the state. And after the game, Finish the state. in a legit sad turn, he abandoned Let's Ride. He did? Take a listen. Oh, I didn't he know. He abandoned, just, you know. Tonight was unfortunate. We should have won that game, we felt like. And uh, we got we to we keep going. Thank you, very much. Thank you guys. Yep. Thanks. <laughs> I, 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 hold on. I think he was saying no, it on the way back I know, into the door. I you know didn't this see is it. Bruce moment because that's Bruce team and Bruce uh, guy. And I try to be the most prepared person on sports television. I, that is, I had not seen that clip. I can't. You thought he said, "Let's ride." I assumed he he Has he done that every sleep. press conference? Yes, Has he's he? done it in every yes. appearance. But go ahead. All right. That's first of all, my team, jarring. my pick was Buffalo. I have, okay. you know, and Josh okay. Allen for MVP. Okay. So let's let's start there. Okay. Secondly, I gotta admit, guys, during the first quarter, when he led them to two oh, score and drive. Oh my gosh, I, was, I, I got the sunglasses. I put them in the backpack just in case I was gonna wear them in this very segment. But no, that was short-lived, of course. Done. You said, am I done with the yeah. Broncos? I don't know. Is Tampa Bay done with Tom Brady? Here we go. Is Here Green go. Bay done with Aaron Rodgers? Oh, this is is Arizona done with Kyler Murray? Baltimore what? with that's Lamar Jackson? New England with Matt Jones? Oh, I mean, a, they, they may, well, cut that on. one. They, they might be done with what Matt Jones. Cut that. What have in common with this? Here's what they have in common. 
All of these quarterbacks are off to sluggish starts. None as bad as Russ, I'll give you that. But they're all off to bad starts for many reasons. Lost their best receiver, uh, new system, injuries, banged up. Made the worst trade. Russ happens football. to have all three. <laughs> Tim Patrick <laughs> not playing. He's their best receiver. Banged Tim Patrick is, the, is better than Jerry Judy. Tim Patrick's the best Jerry receiver Judy is not impressing me as much as he, I thought as he would. As you thought he would? Okay. Oh, yeah. What, it's it was but but uh, one of his top receivers gone banged up. I'm not going to harp on it because I know you guys, you know, you like when guys play banged up. Like, yeah. you don't, you get sensitive about that with Baker <laughs> last year. But Injury, shoulder, throwing shoulder, oh, yeah. hamstring last night. It's and when it's 10 a, 10, new, it was okay. a new system with a coach, a rookie coach who's having his own struggles. Uh-huh. All right, and here's the kicker. I can't okay. believe it. No, here's the kicker. The AFC. The kicker's the Because Russ player. looks bad. I'll give you that. But the AFC is full of teams that I would say are fair to Midland. Yeah. Okay? That's you, got, you got Kansas City, you got Buffalo, and maybe oh, – okay. Miami with Tua, maybe. And then you got After a bunch that, of – Yes, you got a bunch okay. of so-so teams that are two-win, right. three-win teams. Sure. With and that have, defense, which is great. We know the defense is uh, great. You're including the Broncos in the so-so middle. They're two they're – two, I said two or three-win teams. They're two and four. All right? And with that defense, if Russ can get it together a little bit. I mean, but he yeah. won't. He's got a work ethic. He's got drive. He's got determination. No, No, I am not done. I won't be as cocksure, as puffed up, as hardy as I've been in the past. No, I don't think so. But abandoning them done? No. Okay, well, you That's all I'm saying. I was convinced (laughs) Brew was going to fold his hand. I mean, the 15 yards, maybe if it was 13 yards. Hold on. (laughs) Listen, I I draw the line at 12 yards. The first half, (laughs) the first quarter. Okay, well, let's show show America what Brew's talking about. Let's just get right into the numbers here and then we'll oh, talk big picture. Here we go. First quarter, there you he go. was sensational. Unfortunately, they played the rest of the game. Jeez. And he was 5 of 18 the rest of the game. Oof. Second half and overtime, isolated. That's 3 for 11 for 15 yards. And th- thanks to the fact that he takes so many terrible sacks, they actually had negative passing yards after halftime, which, of course, continues a trend. We are now almost 40% of the way through the season. Can we show you the Broncos' offense? Uh-oh. Oh, it's the worst in football. The worst in football. <laughs> Yikes. It's bad. Worse than the Bears. Worse. Pick whatever team you think is terrible offense and just rest, rest easy. The Broncos have been worse. <laughs> what makes it so much worse yeah. is their defense has been better than it was last year. That defense True. has allowed the fewest touchdowns in the NFL. Has allowed, what, the, the fourth fewest points. And the third fewest the yards. Defense is great. And they are two and four. And now we must come to a number of realizations. Uh-oh. The first one, that you both what did I owe me an apology <laughs> that I what? still have not gotten for questioning something I care very deeply about. My take integrity from before the season when I told you Russ wasn't good anymore, and I told you the Broncos were going to finish below 500. That's and you both said, yeah, oh, piece. Nick, that's projection because yeah, you're afraid of him now and you're afraid he's going to come for the Chiefs. say that. So you both Wait, owe me an I apology. I'm not off, though. Okay, hold yeah. on. Hold I'm, on. I'm can, looking. Can you, can you acknowledge, <laughs> I'm close, can you acknowledge but I'm not off. that my – 
preseason opinions, maybe at this point, were not driven by fear, but driven by analysis, Opinion. and that I was correct. That's the first point. Opinion. The second thing people must acknowledge is Russell Wilson currently owns a number of things. A beautiful home in Denver, the most expensive in the history of the city, a Super Bowl ring, mm-hmm. and the worst contract in major American professional oh. sports. That is undeniable. Russell Westbrook's contract is expiring. John Wall's contract's over. It is the worst contract in all of major American professional sports. And lastly, Wild, this one is not yet written in stone, but we are getting our masonry ready in case it needs to be. (laughs) This is shaping up to be one of the worst trades in modern NFL history. You're not ready yet. What's it going to take? What's it going to take? Because the Seahawks are better. They have a bounty of picks. The Broncos, meanwhile, appear to be on a train to nowhere. And Russ, they are tied to him for a minimum of four more seasons. All right. It's it's all very fair points. I think you made a strategic mistake. Not by sticking with Russ, being a loyal friend to Russell Wilson, but trying to find and mine some positivity on those horrible statistics. What you need to do bring up is just straight up blame Hackett. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> it's not Russ's fault. It's Hackett's fault. And I saw this with a quote from Melvin Gordon that I saw this morning, and I legit made me sad. Made me sad, and then it made me mad on what type of operation Coach Hackett is running here. Take oh, a listen. Really? What changed for you between the first half and the second half? Was there anything that you can put on paper? I don't know. Me and you both kind of clueless on that. So, um, you know, uh, I'm sure it'll be a conversation that's had. But, you know, to tell you exactly what happened, I can't tell you because I don't know. Did Coach tell you at halftime that you wouldn't be a part of the offense in the second half? No. No one mentioned anything to me. So when you're on the sideline, kind of, are you just clueless? Pretty much. I mean, what are we doing? You don't think that the coach can say, hey, you know what, Melvin? Love you. We're going to go in another direction. You've been uh, fumbling a little bit too much. So then post-game, you can go up and say, you know what? I need to work on ball security, but it's a team. No, that showed me a guy who was very transparent and sad playing against his own team. So it was a little bit of an embarrassment factor that I don't know if Hackett took into account. It makes me think that Hackett is well, yeah, not Hackett's totally a buttoned problem. up. There's, there's no doubt. I mean, I, look, I appreciate the support. Trying. Okay. Hackett's a problem, but Melvin Gordon, just quickly to him, I, I saw him. You saw him during the game. You could tell the dude was sad, but he hasn't played well. Okay. He keeps putting the ball on no, the ground. He's got the worst offense in the world. So I, I, feel, I feel for Melvin Gordon. I like Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon's a friend of this television show, but he the fumbling has been off the charts. And But I understand why he feels like I should have gotten more of an opportunity in that game. But Jerry Judy was upset on the sideline, Facts. and I don't know if that's with the head coach. Here's the problem, though. The, the, Nathaniel Hackett will be fired. Right. right, and I after said it after season. week one. I said, you know what I mean. Call. If you're going to do something eventually, do it he sooner than later. Year, right. But then here's my only question: Wasn't on Brew's long list of Russell Wilson excuses one of them a new system? Yeah. So when you fire Nat yeah. Hackett, won't next year he have to deal with another new system? But it'll be a system catered to fit. That's his what skills. this was. No, it's not. He okay. he's not throwing downfield as much as he used because to because he can't. 
No, it, it, really? no, that's that's what they right did now. in the first There good. is no that's system right the now that fits his skills. He's throwing, no, you don't Maybe think what it, Navy You wins. don't think if the richest owners in the league can go out and pay Sean Payton? Well, I don't think oh, so. You don't think Sean no. Payton would find something to I fit him? I think Sean Payton might want to coach one of the teams I was playing last night, but that's one with Justin Herbert at quarterback, not the one oh, with Russell you, Wilson. you abandoning your boy. No, but I'm, sa- no what I'm saying is Sean Payton is not going to go to a team with a cooked quarterback. Why would Sean Payton go to that team? He lose a bet? Like, no, he's he's not going to go to the Broncos. He did who have the worst the offense with the worst year. Drew Brees. What? No, forty some odd years. No, but he didn't sign he, up. He to made oh. Jameis Winston work. Jeez, oh, we're in a bad spot. Who was that one boy in Dark Horse MVP? <laughs> okay, yeah, that, that is true. I still yeah, like Jay. Sorry, Jay, that was a, a low blow. Good All right, we're going to go to the other side of the ball. Talk about Herbert. This is, a, this is another little trick that Nick put in the morning meeting. He's like, then how about we talk about Herbert? You know why? I'm just going to give your take. I'm just going to spoil the whole rest of the segment. Because sure. you want us to apologize again. No. Yes, no, you do. Yes, you do. No. Because we said Herbert was going to be awesome, too, and scare the Chiefs, and it doesn't seem like that. Well, listen, obviously they got the same record. Uh, obviously. Really. Lost by three. Rude. Do you Chiefs? think the Chargers are a good no. team? No. No, they're in that fair to Midland group. Yeah, exactly. The, the, and the Chiefs Midland. are not. And so, listen, I picked the Chargers to go to the AFC Championship game. So, I, they have been, to me, ruined by injury. I think Staley has gotten afraid to true. be his true self. Agreed. Yesterday, I thought the criticism of him going on fourth downs was really unfair. The guy's kicker was on one leg. He couldn't even practice kicks. I thought some, one of those fourth down attempts late in the game was because he had an injured kicker. I, don't, right. I, I didn't think the commentary was fair to him. The injuries have really, really hurt the Chargers. But here's the other thing that's hurt the Chargers. And we didn't build it, my apologies. But if we put up Justin Herbert's per-game numbers Rookie year, year two, year three, you can't tell the difference. Justin Herbert, one of the reasons some of us have such great regard for him was what he did as a rookie. Right. We were like, what that's going to turn into. He, ha- I still think he's going to be awesome, bro. Right. But he hasn't. He's been on a flat trajectory instead of an upward trajectory, and I think Staley's got to own some of that. Yeah, I agree. Staley, I agree. He does seem like hesitant to be himself. Yes. I'm not worried about their offense, even though it, well, Denver's a great defense, but the offense didn't look great last night. But when Keenan Allen gets back, which may be next week, right? I and Mike Williams, who I think they need to throw it to more. That dude is great. With Herbert, I think they'll be fine <laughs> offensively. The defense hasn't been as good as advertised. I mean, last injuries. year was terrible. They benched this J.C. Year, Jackson, right? Yesterday. And they're 26 in the league in points allowed. Yeah. They gave up, what, 38 to the Prince that was promised? Well, I mean, well, listen, that's hard. I mean, uh, really? Uh, 57 throws, zero touchdowns for Herbert. First, 57 throws and like 225 yards. Offense. Like it's Dinkin right. and Duncan. Let him throw downfield. Yeah, J.C. Jackson thing, weird. Oh. Stop signing Patriot corners, guys. Belichick, the one thing he can still do is coach up corners. Yeah. Do a lot of things, actually. Hey, will Dax return get spoiled? Skip friends' weddings. Good guy, Belichick. Gosh, Brady was focused on the game. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Oh, Dak is back, we think. The one in four Lions head into Dallas for Dak's return. Lions were a high-scoring team until they went into Foxborough, got shut out by America's team. <laughs> Super Bowl champion James Jones is here with us. Oh, we Welcome, go. James. Welcome suit, back. It's a fantastic it, suit. Love it. Uh, we're going to start with Nick. Is there any chance Dak loses his kind of new debut post-thumb injury? Oh, I think there's a really dangerous spot for the Cowboys. Wait. Okay, so I think that there are there are a lot of reasons that the Lions are not the team I would want to face if I were Dallas and Dak's first game back. First one is the obvious one, they're coming off a bye. So they have, you know, we talked about in Bills Chiefs how much the short week matters. Well, the Bills, I mean, the Lions get a full week and coming off a bye, coming off of their one truly awful game of the year. And I think that's a team that I don't think they're a terrible team. I don't think they're a great team, but they are a team that played Philadelphia and lost by three. They're a team that had a 10-point lead on Minnesota with eight minutes left in that game. Minnesota's 5-1 and one this year. They're also a team that has given up the fewest sacks in the NFL. Jared Goffman sacked seven times. Now, some of that's because they're getting the ball out quick, but another part of that is they've invested in the offensive line. It's what Dan Campbell's talking about right when he got there. So I don't know if Dallas's front defensively is going to be able to wreck the game the way they have wrecked games in the past. So for all those reasons, the fact that that offense, if it's healthy coming off the bike, because one of the reasons your guys' Patriots crushed them was because they were dealing with a ton of injuries on offense. Mm. If that's, I think that's a, it feels like a, all risk, no reward game for the Cowboys. Like, if you beat the Lions, no one's going to be like, oh, Dak, there we go, buddy, Super Bowl bound. But I do think in people's minds, the Lions are worse than they actually are. I think matchup-wise, they, if they can neutralize to a degree Lawrence and Parsons, if any team can, they're built to it. I think it's a really, really dangerous Woo. spot for Dallas. Well, when I look at the Detroit Lions, all I see is this. That when, I, when I look at the Detroit Lions, that's, that's all I see. They're going back to the same Detroit Lions, right? You're giving wow. up leads. You get blown out by the New England Patriots, right? All I see is this. Dak can't lose, and neither can Cooper Rush. And the reason why I say that is because I'm starting Cooper Rush this game, what? right? This is a clear – no, listen. This is the reason why. This is Dak's football team. We know that. But the reason why I'm starting Cooper Rush is because we can beat the Detroit Lions with Cooper Rush, even if Cooper Rush plays bad. Right, This defense can will you to a win against Cooper Rush. The next week you have the Chicago Bears. We can beat the Chicago Bears with Cooper Rush. Then we have a bye. So what you have just done is you have just let your superstar quarterback get ready for the long run and be ready to go make a Super Bowl push. I will leave Cooper Rush in for these next two games. Wow. I would sit back and let that thumb really, really rest, and you can get back out here and be 110% ready to go for this playoff run. And after the bye, we have a game that's really special to our coach, Coach Mike McCarthy, and that play is you Packers. go to Lambeau Field and play the Green Bay Packers. You want that to be Dak's first game? Right. What if, I would what love if Green for Bay's that to gotten be it together by then? That, that, I hope so. That possibly could be true. But going into the game, it's no worries about the thumb. Right now, when you hear uh, Jerry Jones Good and you point. hear those guys talk out of there, you're like, you know, Dak's still going through this. He's still talking to the doc. Like, there is no talking to the doc. After the bye week, Dak is ready to go 100%. And these next two games against the Lions and the Bears – Cooper Rush and our really good defense and this football team could get the job done. Okay, they they would be six and one in your scenario, six and one with Cooper Rush, 
Dak Prescott comes back in his first game, he loses yeah. to the Packers. I just right. think that ratchets up the controversy. But it's the, it's the, long, it's the, it's the big what, picture. I, I, you know what I'm saying? We're trying to win Super Bowls, I, right? I hear what you're saying. Get him fully, completely yeah. 100%. Your guy Russ came back early and lost those two games. Yeah, oh, I mean, Russ hasn't early. been the same since. This right? is oh on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> this is on the timeline that they initially said the four to six weeks. Right. So on the six-week side of it, they said they want to get him a full week of practice. We saw him on the practice field last week doing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now he's going to get the full week. I, I think – I'm not saying James' advice is bad advice. What I am saying is they're not going to take it. Like, Dak is going to start this Sunday against the Lions, and I think that I, – man, I, I, I don't think we have seen enough from the Cowboys' offense. I understand Cooper Rush was the quarterback to where you can just trust them blindly against any competent team. Now, if the argument is the Lions are not a competent team, I understand that. But they're 4-1 because the defensive front has been able to dominate its opponents. Right. The (laughs) The Lions have not won a road game under Dan Campbell. 0-11. The Lions have the worst defense in all of football. And Dak Prescott is 35-8. We know one thing about Dak. He plays well against losing teams. So I think this – I don't think you could pick a better – and I agree with you, I don't think Detroit's as bad as their record as people think. Yeah. But I don't know what happened to them in New England, really. But I don't know that you could pick a better team for Dak to play because of those reasons I just gave. He gets to come out and beat Detroit. You would think put up some good numbers. So the fan base has forgotten about Cooper Rush. We're like, okay, Dak's back. We scored 31 against Detroit in a win. Then they beat Chicago. Then they get the bye, and they're rolling. So I, I think this I is the perfect I just remember time. when Aaron Rodgers got hurt, and I'm not saying Dak Prescott is Aaron Rodgers, but when Aaron Rodgers got hurt, we had Matt Flynn, we had Scott Tolzien, we had Seneca Wallace, right? And we were like, in our minds, we got a really good receiver core. We got a really good offense. Like, man, if we could just win a couple games, keep this afloat so Aaron could rest a little bit longer, we are going to be in a good city. We kept getting blasted, all right? We kept getting blasted. So Aaron is in the training room time after time after time, multiple hours later and all that, trying to get himself back out there, right? And he came back a little too soon. Did he play halfway decent? Did he play well? Yes. But if we could have bought him a little bit more time to get a little bit more rest to come out and be 100% healthy, that's what we would have did, right? This is the same situation. But the good thing is, is Cooper Rush is winning you games, and he has two winnable teams in front of him. If he's still hurt, hurt, I hear you. Hold on. But Cooper Rush is not winning you games. Cooper Rush was the quarterback but for the a team. Still that be there. I agree with that. They too. could and win these next two. And, and may, listen, maybe that would have been their plan, Wilds, if we hadn't seen these last two games from Cooper Rush, where the the game two weeks ago where he throws for 100 yards against the Rams and they win purely because of the defense, and then this game against the Eagles, where if they got, con- it's not. Listen, the, the Eagles could carry. The, the, they almost, I, I mean, they didn't almost beat them, but they were, we know how close right. it was at the but start the of reason, the Right, and the reason that they, were ne- they never had a real shot to win that game was because of terrible quarterback play. So I think maybe if they were going to do what James was thinking, I think Cooper's last two games just made it untenable. Can but I put- if this was the Eagles, yeah. I'm sending Dak out there. If this was the, the Rams, again, I'm sending Dak out there. This is the Lions Man, and the I, Chicago Bears I think to where you your defense could take in, this in, game. In on. your scenario about Aaron Rodgers, though, it sounds like he knew he wasn't ready, right? But he had to come back because y'all kept losing. Dak seems to think he's ready. 
Like, Dak is clamoring to get yeah, back on Dak's the field, ready. so that's a difference. I played a lot of games hurt and, and knew I was ready, right? Because, I mean, just man, man to man, coach, I don't care what you're talking about. I'm going out there, right? Sometimes you have to save the player from the right, can, right? can I push back on the idea that the defense is going to carry this team? I would be worried, not about the Cooper Rush-Dak controversy. I'm worried that other coaches around the league – saw what the Eagles did to Micah Parsons to neutralize him and say, huh, this guy's been out here looking like Lawrence Taylor. Why don't we kind of just let play him a little bit differently if we can show the graphic? you got to have the guy to do that. Oh, Jared Goff is not the guy to be running no read options and Micah Parsons is worried about him running. Seven tackles, season high. Hey, if you're playing back, great. We're going to throw the ball. You're up. No two pressures. That so, is the effect of Jalen Hurts. Jared Goff ain't running nowhere. You run this, I'm yep. not worried about you. That's why when Cooper Rush do that, they're not worried. They're chasing down the play because they are not worried no, about I, him listen, running the football. Be, of course, so it's no fear of, of, of him running. No, hold on. Of course that Jalen Hurts adds an, add an extra element to that. But I think the point is well taken, which is because Micah lines up in all different places defensively, you can, you can have hots at the line and say if he is in a pass-rushing position, we are, we are swift audibling to a run unless it's third and long and running right at him. And I mean, I think that that's not a, you don't think that's. Have you watched Micah Parsons? Listen, he's a great player. He's a, he's a great player. The quarterbacks that are not mobile and able to utilize him and utilize their legs, he is wrecking the game in the run game and the pass no, game. That is why he's up for defensive player of the year. But when you got a guy like Jalen Hurts that could come up in there, uh, I got to – what is he going to do, right? Because he can run. That is true. But what is also true is Micah wrecked a game against Cincinnati, which has a very bad offensive line that was in flux at the beginning of the mm-hmm. year, wrecked a game against the Rams, which has right now, because of injuries, one of the worst offensive lines in football and then really play out of the pocket correct either. but also but the other part of it is the uh, the quality of the offensive lines because it was not just Jalen Hurts running read options it was also Lane Johnson when he was in there having being effective against Micah Parsons you're now playing a Lions team that has invested a ton of money and right now has been one of the most successful offensive lines in football I'm not saying Micah Parsons is going to be neutralized yeah I'll play but with I'm Micah saying, if you want to the, okay, well I mean the, the Lions, <laughs> Lions played the Eagles yeah. who have a dominant defense, and the Lions scored 35 points on them. So the, the idea this that – like your upset alert. The, I know. Oh, it's a little preview no, no, there. No, no, no. I don't like do upset it. alerts. That, that's far. your guys' category. <laughs> it feels but, good, uh, though. Whoa, but, I mean, Detroit plus take, seven feels good. Cheese. Ooh. Oh. So you got Cowboys losing it? I said it. I wouldn't be okay. shocked. I'm not, it's Tuesday. No yeah, way. Really yeah. No way. Is it time for the Packers to hit the panic button? Oh, wow. James, No. you want the answer? Yes. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Packers, just a 500 team coming off back-to-back losses head to D.C. on Sunday. Some questions about how the offense needs to change. Here's Rodgers talking about the simple things in life, followed by his confused coach. Take a listen. What is it that you think you guys need to be offensively? What, What do you need to do? Simpler. Simpler. Simplify some things. I think it's going to be in our best interest to simplify things. 
just simplify some things and and uh, maybe that'll help us get back on track. I think we need to simplify things. If we think we have the right players, then we need to simplify things. The simplest plays are the best plays. If you're making simple mistakes on complex plays, uh, to me the natural response is to simplify things even more. Uh, I don't know what that means. So. <laughs> oh. Really good editing job. Nick, your reaction to Aaron Rodgers wanting a simpler offense. Well, so I had, at first I thought I knew what Aaron meant. Because I watched the whole press conference, and at one point in the press conference, he does talk about pre-snap motion. He's like, we're doing all these things pre-snap. But that can't be, James, tell me I'm wrong, that can't be all he's talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Or, is that, or is that all he's talking about, just get rid of pre-snap motion? No, no, to me, I don't think it's all he's talking about. I think it possibly could be, we used to, playing under Coach Mike, we used to run 100 plays in practice. And we used to be like, dang, man, our legs are sore and all that. We run five of them things in the game. Right. So we like, why are we running all these plays in practice? And we're coming out here running five of these plays out here. Right. So it could be we're going in with all these packages. Right. We're forcing our young rookies to be ready and prepare for all these practice uh, packages and all that. And it's slowing them down right. instead of shortening the packages down. This is what we've been doing really well. We yep. self scout. Let's continue to do these things and let's move on and let's play a little faster as we get going. Let's add on a little. So bit. here's where. So I think that's really good. And I, pre- the, the, you know, that explains a lot of what Aaron's talking about. I think LaFleur's confusion comes from not the fact that he doesn't understand what you're talking about, but maybe from some frustration that, you know, it's pretty simple go balls. You know what works in the NFL? I know. MVP quarterbacks taking deep shots. And we've got two plays this year. That's a low percentage. That, that went well, except for the fact, is it? So let's show Aaron Rodgers on balls that go 20-plus yards in the air. Because the last two years when he's league MVP, yes, you're completing 40% of them. But it's 18 touchdowns and three picks. It's a 118 rating. And this year he's completing half as many for half as many yards per pass. And it's resulted in one touchdown. The passer rating's awful. So I think the frustration from LaFleur, and he can't say it in the press conference, is Rodgers did 15 minutes, 14 of which was how they need to coach better or find better players. And 20 seconds of it was, yeah, my, my play needs to improve a tick. Aaron Rodgers' play needs to improve a hell of a lot more than a tick. Right. They, and they don't have a path forward without finding that explosive gear, at least as part of their offense, Brew. They have two plays this season that have gone for 40 or more yards. One of them is by Sammy Watkins, who hasn't played in a month. And so it's just – I understand the first play of the season was a 75-yard shot to the rookie Watson, and he dropped it. But yeah, that doesn't mean you go away from that. And so I think that's a lot of the frustration. I think what LaFleur is saying is this is the same offense mm-hmm. where we won 13 games for three straight years. And you won two MVPs. And you won two MVPs. And people might say, well, yeah, you had Devontae Adams. Very this is the same true. offense where you were 7-0 and with 19 touchdowns and one pick yeah. when Devontae didn't play. Yeah. So I do think that's some of LaFleur's frustration. I, I, but I get what Rodgers is saying. I think he's saying the young guys aren't yet ready for all this complex stuff. So let's simplify it for them so that they can let's ma- let them master this stuff before we go to the complex stuff. I, I think that's what he's saying. And I got to believe LaFleur knows that. I don't know. 
why Lafleur? maybe you have an idea why Lafleur said that. I don't know what that means. Of course he knows what that means, don't you think? I believe he knows what it means, but at the end of the day, this is off of an Aaron Rodgers press conference, right? So let me sit down with Aaron, let me talk to Aaron and figure out what does he mean. You know what I'm saying? Now, if it's anybody I'm not worried about, it's them two. Right, Aaron Rodgers is a Green Bay Packers strictly because of Coach LaFleur and how much he loves Coach LaFleur and loves to play for Coach LaFleur. That, that, that's reason number one. If Coach LaFleur ain't there, he's probably in a different uniform, right? But he loves Coach LaFleur that much, loves what he's doing. So, but at the end of the day, number one, you got to make plays. The goal ball is a low percentage throw. Unless you got Devontae Adams out there. Devontae Adams is special, special at getting off the line of scrimmage, right? Killing the guy at the line of scrimmage immediately, letting Aaron Rodgers know, I am open right now. Right? Well, then maybe that is what that is going to Devontae. That is what's being missed. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you simplify it and you allow these boys to play faster and not have to worry about so much stuff, then you just let Aaron Rodgers be the guy that he's supposed to be. And yes, you're right. He does need to play better. Everybody needs to play better, but it starts with number 12, right? Because number 12 is the baddest man on the planet. When he's clicking, this team is clicking. They're winning a whole bunch of ball games, and the press conferences is a lot happier than that right there. (laughs) Right. So, number one, you got to play better. You got to win games. But if the young fellas can just go out there and say, I got go ball and this is how I'm going to set him up and this is what I'm going to do and try to go win. That's it. And not have to think if they roll here, if they do that, if they bring this blitz, my adjustment is that's a lot for a young fella. And especially for Aaron Rodgers to know this is how he's getting in and out of his breaks. This is how he's going to run that route every single time. That is a work in progress. So here's what I don't understand. If Nick, you did an interview and like, hey, what's it like working on first things first? And you're like, you know what? It's really fun. You know, Wilds owes me ten dollars, um, but overall, it's pretty good. It would be even better if Wilds owes me that ten dollars. He brought that in, uh, you know. And we we have a good meeting in the morning. You know, it'd be great. It'd be even better if Wilds gave me ten dollars. I would pull and be like, hey. You could just ask me for the 10 bucks. Right, which, by the way, you do owe me in real life. <laughs> you still haven't paid me. I wouldn't say it in an interview, but since you're bringing it up, well, yeah, you're a good teammate. You're a good teammate. But go ahead. So why did Aaron Rodgers well, there's no love say, right here, even you $10, simplify right? the offense 50 times in an interview? But that's what I'm saying. Like, hey, man, that to take me so much, off though. him. Like, you know, a lot of people take just, the attention off himself? Huh? To take the attention off himself? And no, I don't. Me knowing Aaron, playing. I don't think that's why he's saying that, right? And I know, trust me, he knows it starts with him and he has but, to play so better. So here's the thing. I truly think that he thinks it might be too much on these okay, young fellas. I, think you, I, I, I don't disagree Period. with that. And, I, and obviously, and it's no you shot know at the, the Rodgers-LaFleur relationship better than anyone on the table and better than most people in the world. I do find it odd that Aaron's press conference was Sunday. LaFleur's press conference was Monday. LaFleur knows he is going to be asked about this. And his prepared answer was, I don't know what he's talking about. I think stuff like that is kind of the more under the radar, like, wait, that's interesting. That's something. Like the, the fact that the story coming out of that press conference for the local media that's going to be at the next press conference is simplification. And Roger's PR guy was there. I know he was there because you heard his voice on it. The same guy that walks LaFleur into the interview room. I don't know the guy's name in Green Bay. I'm sure he does a great job. And I know how these things work. I've been one of those people in those press conference rooms. The PR guy talks with the coach beforehand. Here's, you know, this guy said he's going to do this, whatever. He knows. And he decided my answer is going to be, I don't know. That's interesting. 
And it is, to me, there is a bit of a musical chairs of who's to blame for this. And maybe, the, maybe I guess, the nicest rationale is, the answer is the rookie receivers. But nobody wants to actually put it on the kids. So, you know what I mean? We'll share it amongst ourselves. Okay. The, the non-nice answer is that a lot of people would be like, 12, play better. But it's hard to tell them that. My response is just win. Right. Well, yeah, but and we that, ain't gotta be worried about all yeah. that. Yeah. Five ways to score ten better. points, though. Easier said than done. Coming up after the break, are we looking at the wow MVP of Ooh. the NBA? Maybe. We discussed that first. First, players. What they say? I'm gonna lose my mind in this conversation. Talking Kyrie. Brooklyn this. kicks off their season tomorrow when they host the Frisky Pelicans. Nick Claxton. Seeding some early positivity, saying this about Kyrie. I think he can be MVP. Also, finals MVP. Whatever he puts his mind to, he can do it. Brew, your reaction. Well, I love the positivity yeah, coming up. Nets. Brooklyn yeah. down the street. I got a little yeah. something for the Brooklyn Nets coming up later. But wow, Nick Claxton goes <laughs> oh, too far. He goes, he goes too far. And Kyrie, as great as he is, and you guys know, I think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. All right, period. He, yeah, don't look at me funny. He is. All right, but he's not an MVP caliber player. Okay. Okay. But he could be finals MVP without quite, If they could get sure. to the finals, he could easily be the finals MVP. And I agree with Nick Claxton. He can do whatever he puts his mind to. Kyrie is a very strong-minded individual. All right? You don't get the best handle of all time in the NBA without being strong-minded. You don't master every jump shot. Like, he mid-range, turnaround in the post, three-pointer. He's got all of that. You don't become one of the best finishers ever for a small player without being strong-minded. And he's not like a super athlete, right? He's not Allen Iverson. He's not John Morant. So for his size to do what he does, clearly strong-minded. Now, we know the cliche, but it's true. Sometimes your greatest strength can be your greatest weakness. Sure. And Kyrie's used this strong mind too often for negative things, right? To, to, to not get vaxxed. And you're strong-minded enough to handle the criticism, but that wasn't the best thing to do. To leave LeBron, right? And we could go on and on about some of the negatives Kyrie's done. But if he will, and I think he will this year, Nick, mm. put his strong mind fully based on basketball – even if it's just because he wants the bag next year. Mm -hmm. He's got to be all in, no hiatuses, best play. I'm, I'm playing, you know, as many games as I can, What's and I'm balling. What's well, 70. 70. I'll be happy with 70. 70. Okay, so 73. you'll be happy with 70. Then yeah. he, can, he will have so, a great 70 goal. I'd be happy with. Last three years, 20 games, 54 games, 29 games. So in three years, it adds up to 103 games. Uh -huh. In that same time frame, the Joker has played 219 games mm -hmm. and won two MVPs. Yeah. I get it. There's a, a host of reasons right. for it. But, they, but the real MVP played twice as many games. This is so. Well, he can't be in. Hold on. Can I, can I, I say I'm, something here yeah, now? Yeah, go for it. Because I'm, I'm, I'm sick of all the Kyrie stuff. 
The, he, he, just, listen, he's day one. The, no, you all of it. No, LA? I'm all of it. He's step Did on Marbury. He's step on Marbury. But instead of affordable shoes and being a hero to the people of China, he's selling snake oil and he's a hero to the worst people in the world. So I, I, I'm, 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 I'm just out. I'm out. And the MVP, that's Kyrie and his social media and the Alex Jones right. and the other reprehensible stuff he pushes out there to people who don't know any better. But, so let's just take, now let's go on the court. I'm going to give you a list of names. You guys tell me if you know what they have in common. Ben Simmons, Julius Randle, Derrick Rose when he was on the New York Knicks, Pascal Siakam, Victor Oladipo, Little Isaiah Thomas, Goran Dragic, Al Jefferson, Ty Lawson, and David Lee. Those are all people who in Kyrie's career have received something he has not, an MVP vote. He doesn't have one. He has never. Sh- don't blame me, but America. Are you trying I, to say what I, I am trying that to they're say, better than Kyrie? What I am trying to say is, according to the prestigious MVP voters, all of those players at one point have had a season that was better than Kyrie that season. Brew, you have a vote. You've never voted for him. First, second, third, fourth, That's or fifth. That's fine. There are a lot of Hall of Famers guys. that never received a top five MVP vote. There are? Yeah. There are, I, I bet there's fewer than you think. Because you look at it, some of your 17 guys. So you're show saying Kyrie Irving is not a great player? No. No. What I am, Brew, you don't need to put words in my mouth. Because what I'm saying is very clear. The idea that he would ever be in an MVP conversation is absurd. Because he's played in the league a decade, and Dragic found himself in one. David Lee found himself in one. DeRozan has found himself in one Really? Three times. David Lee was, was in the MVP conversation? I don't know. He showed up on a ballot during okay. Kyrie's career, and Kyrie he, didn't. He was in I, the MVP. Little, he, David Lee is not even in the same sentence okay. as Kyrie. Again, true. Short conversation. Then take it up with the voters. What I am telling you is that little Isaiah Thomas has as many first or second team All NBAs as Kyrie Irving in his career. Every Kyrie Irving is the the, the great great Kyrie Irving is an idea. We have not seen it in Brew. We have not Ask seen LeBron Ky- if it's an idea. Well, let me finish, my friend. We have not seen <laughs> Kyrie Irving have a single notable NBA moment in five. Years. He has lost six playoff games in a row. He has not seen round three since playing with LeBron. He has not seen a single good playoff moment outside of round two, outside of round one since playing with LeBron. He's not a number one. Okay. He's not a number one. That's why. Yeah, but he was all he had one of the greatest shots in NBA history. Six years ago, one of the top two. Still, he hit it. Did any of the guys you named? To put them in no. the same sentence Bro, as Kyrie I, Irving is hold crazy. On, hold on a second. Hey, I, you, I don't care how many Bro, MVP ballots they showed up I'm not up putting them in the same sentence. I'm putting them in a different category. They're oh, in really? the category They're better of than Kyrie Irving. Bro, I am not saying they are better than Kyrie Irving. Then what are you saying? What I am saying is those people have gotten MVP votes. By your, You guys give me a hard time about not having a ballot. I, I, it's not. You can't blame me, America. Every year, a hundred people submit ten names. That's ten times a hundred. That's a thousand. Kyrie's in the league a decade. Thousand times a thousand. Ten. Okay, that's ten thousand votes. Names. That's I'm, five names. Sorry. So five thousand votes, and he's zero for five thousand on getting on a ballot. 
But but he's an MVP candidate. That's Give me a some break. skewed analytics. What do you mean skewed That's analytics? Skewed. I agree. What he about won't be an MVP Drew? candidate this year because not the best Drew. player on his team. What, if I were to tell has you, has he ever been the best? Only been, if I were to tell you, there's only been one year in his career he's been a top ten player. Would you agree? Maybe. Yeah. But that doesn't he mean he's not going to be a Hall of Famer. More after the break. Who's winning the NBA Finals? We're doing all our predictions next. Ooh. We've got more net stuff on deck. First things first. <laughs> NBA kicks off tonight. It's time to put our stakes in the ground and make predictions that will serve as conversation fodder for the entire year. Brew, it's the moment America and our international audience has been waiting for. Kick us off. Well, look, every Please. year when I make my pick, pick I like to choose a theme. Oh. And this year's theme is redemption. <laughs> redemption. For you? So after Brooklyn, years of the worst picks in well, the world. Last oh, year, well, last year, I got good news for Brooklyn. Last year, I was all on Boston in the East. What? I was all on no, Boston no, in the West. No, 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 you weren't. Stop. I gloated. I gloated day after day Stop. during the postseason Bro, last year. Your, your pick. After the I'm not first even, round, I'm not even going after to the um, first wait, round. No, I America, stop. With the America, stop. America, stop. America, stop. Because we have a new audience. I'm not even going to hold your preseason pick against you. Last year? I'm not even going to hold your preseason pick against, against you. But when the playoffs started, you picked Suns, Nets, is what you picked. Well. When it started. When, yeah. when the playoffs started. When a brother you, got a taste when of what was going down on. to the final eight. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. final eight. Was it final eight? Yeah, of course. The, okay. Yeah. okay. We got to move forward. Okay. Well, I, I di- Nick digresses. <laughs> I don't digress. Okay. My pick in the East, Nick, you're going to get a good laugh, but I'm going to have the last laugh. Oh. Because it's redemption time for KD. No, you're not summer. doing it. We're it's redemption in. time. <laughs> Step on the same race. It's redemption time for my man Kyrie Irving. Oh, yeah. Yes, I've got the Nets getting out of the East wow. by way of Milwaukee beating Giannis and crew in the conference finals. Yeah, because I'm telling you, a few of the teams in the East concern me. If the Nets meet Milwaukee in the playoffs and they're healthy, they will beat the Bucks. They wow. will beat the Bucs. You heard it here first. Now, let me go to the West. Heard it here first. Oh, everybody's wondering about the Warriors. Oh, can Draymond punch out Jordan Poole? Are they going to be able to overcome it? Remember, redemption. Oh. Redemption for Draymond for that near sucker punch. Redemption for Jordan Poole for everybody dogging him. You got the bag. Congrats. This team is stacked. This team is going to be focused. I got Golden State. Over the Clippers. Oh, both this Over the Clippers in your way. So I've got Brooklyn and Golden State in a made-for-TV finals. Kevin Durant against the Warriors. Nice. But KD will go down. Wow. Steph and man, I love James Wiseman, uh, Jonathan Kaminga, Moses Moody. The young boys gonna get more time this year, and obviously they got Andrew Wiggins, who Nick now is on board with. Wiggins is a great role player. Poole, oh Steph, Clay, Clay's coming back. Redemption, Clay, get back to his old self after the injuries. Yeah, I got Golden State over 
the Nets in wow. the finals. You have the Nets winning at least 12 more playoff games than won last year. Wow. I, that I don't, was a I don't close, know that I can. It was that was close. a close, was a close oh, sweep. Yeah, the you close won't sweep. find a closer sweep. Oh, you sweep won't find a closer <laughs> sweep this side of like Swiffer. What, 16, I got you, buddy. All right. Points. Now for some picks that are, you know, I can't believe Brew has gone so much hard overhead. And America knows the last two years I've picked the Bucks to win the championship. And I believe last year they would have coasted to a title had Chris Middleton stayed healthy. However, what we saw from them once he got hurt concerned me a bit, that no matter how great Giannis is, if one of their big three is banged up, they are vulnerable. I don't, uh, don't know if they have the depth of some of the other teams. So while I have the Milwaukee Bucks making the Eastern Conference Finals, I have them losing Oh wow! to the That's Philadelphia shocking. 76ers. And the reason for that is threefold. One is, I think Joel Embiid is going to be a man on a mission this year. The second is, I think you are going to see an improved Tyrese Maxey and an improved James Harden. Not improved on vintage James Harden, but improved on where he was last year with the Sixers. Wow. But most importantly, I do not think this is going to be the Sixers team that ends the season. I think when teams are trying to tank and get ah. rid of players... That Tobias Harris contract, plus maybe Tybal, plus whatever the other young players they have, they could use that to get an extra piece. I think they have one of the sharpest GMs in basketball. So I think Philly with Embiid, Harden, Maxi, and another piece will make the NBA Finals. Wow. Out West. I'm stunned. I'm stunned. Out West. Now listen, I know what you're thinking, America. No. Brew didn't have the Denver Nuggets. And the Nuggets had the league MVP as a sixth seed. He was allowed to win league MVP because if you know he didn't have his two best players. When they, they're a championship level team, when his two best players are there, so, and those guys are now back, so of course you'll have the Nuggets. But no, I don't because nobody actually believes in the Nuggets, even though they're now fully whole because they know the Jokic thing was total joke. I do, however, believe in the Clippers to make Uh-oh. the conference finals. They have a great coach. Wow. They have a nice and rested Kawhi Leonard and Paul George coming off a really fantastic season. That's enough to make the conference finals. It, however, is not going to be enough to overcome Ooh. what will be, mark this down, okay. the best offense in NBA history. Wow! On a par- points per 100 possessions status, the most efficient offense in NBA history, this year's Dallas Mavericks. Wow! Here we go. Christian Wood is this as a stretch five. I know they lost Jalen Brunson, yeah. but they get Tim Hardaway back. A full year of Spencer Dinwiddie. Davis Bertans shooting everywhere. And did you see the sneaky move they got? A little reunion for my guy Luca and the Real Madrid days, the last time he won a that. championship. Compazzo coming ah. off the bench. Oh like my goodness. Compazzo coming off the bench. Oh, yeah. So that will give us. Luka against Embiid in the NBA Finals. And in a summer where my large adult Slovenian son went back to Slovenia and laid off the cigarettes and laid into the other European teams, I think he's going to get the old triumvirate. League MVP, which we'll discuss later. Finals MVP. And the championship, of course. Mavs win the title. Mavs win the title. You are Clean. out there. Oh, I'm out there. They just Woo. made the conference finals. You You've got a team making the finals there. that won as many playoff games last year as the as Orlando. Meanwhile, Woo. I have a team that, you know, made the conference finals last year. So there's Mavs over Sixers. With respect to Giannis. Giannis is still the best player in the league, at least for another eight months until Luka does all Come this. On. If Luka does this, you got him ahead of Giannis. Well, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, yeah. He's got to Well, be. he won't do that. So. No. Okay. Oh, he won't do that. You had him losing to the Suns. 
You had him losing to the Suns, my friend. Go ahead. Uh, excellent picks, gentlemen. I will, for my NBA predictions, oh. it'll be a Giannis. I'll take Giannis. This is can, silly. You guys don't take Giannis at to all. To win okay. it all. You Before yeah. you do yours, can, I, can I give one small caveat? Yes, go. Uh, and this is kind of unfair, but I'm doing it. If the Lakers trade Russ, they make the conference finals instead of the Clippers. Oh, come on. Put it on there. Put it on the screen. Russ, if the Lakers. If Russ the, for who? If, anybody? Anybody. Just get rid of him? I'm just telling you, if the Lakers trade Russ, they make the conference finals over the Clippers. I'm adding that addendum. What if, I get an let addendum me ask pick. you this quickly. Yeah. If Russ, and I, we don't wish this on him, if he gets hurt, still on the roster but not playing, still? Uh, no, they need some more shooting that they're going to okay. get in the Russ well, trade. If they make the Russ trade, they get there in the conference finals. Buddy Heald's putting them over the top. All right, so I'm taking Giannis, but I'm also debuting a brand new segment that we're going to have throughout the entire year. It's called When Banyama Watch. Get ready, everybody. Oh, wow. You see, the I league like the is waging a battle on two fronts. Who will be the champion and who will be the absolute worst? Thus, when Banyama Watch. At number four, the Utah Jazz. Quick tip for the Jazz Pro Shop. Put the Clarkson and Conley jerseys on sale now so you don't have to move 8,000 jerseys during All-Star Weekend. Don't do it. They're not going to be on your team for much longer. Jazz have the worst record, but Danny Ainge's lottery thirst ends up unquenched. Wow. A little too desperate. Then number three. There you go. What the heck is coming in at number three? Oh, it's the Frisky Thunder. Now, granted, they only won 24 games last year, but are the Thunder too good for their own good? Even if SGA's traded, ooh, Josh Kidding, would they 12, 8, and 6? Could he sniff a triple-double? Ooh, like little Russ in, in uh, Oklahoma City. Lou Dort, average 20? Hmm, maybe. Thunder get Chet back next year, but not Victor. These oh. next two teams, though, very interesting. And number two, goodbye, DeJounte. Hello, tanking. When Tim Duncan was at Wake Forest, the Spurs had an injured but like kind of healthy yep, David yep, Robinson. Yep, went yep. 20 and 62. Who was the rookie head coach? Greg Popovich. Who's be number one? Who had thoughts on this year's team? Take a listen. I probably shouldn't say this, but I'll say it anyway. What the hell? Nobody here should go to Vegas with the thought of betting on us to win the championship. <laughs> And okay. finally, wow! at number one, Who's gonna be, I thought it was going to be the Spurs. I know you did. This team will break their cold spell. The throwback to a frozen envelope. Welcome to New York City. Oh, no, they wouldn't do it. You don't think so? You don't think the front office of the New York Knicks is what? brand new, a little savvier than in years past? They just paid Jalen. Ooh. Right. The Knicks won 37 games last year. The Magic won 22 and got the first pick. We're talking 15 games as the difference between mediocrity and being one of the most exciting franchises on the entire world. Statistically, Nick? Almost half the time, 18 out of the last 39 years, a team outside the bottom three moved up and got the number one pick. And finally, on the board, on the board, maybe Victor Wimbayama says, eh, I'm not going to Sacramento. Well, Sacramento little Eli Manning. Eh, I'm not going to Oklahoma City. You know where I want to go? I want to go to New York City. So don't draft me because I am not signing. Wow. I should have known when we I saw that tie. Ooh, it was we should have known. known. When his Donovan, he went from Donovan Mitchell's going to come to save the Knicks <laughs> to they're going to get Victor Wimbanyama. Think about oh, it. Well, look, I, it would be awesome if the best prospect in years 
would go to the Knicks, but it's 15 games, I don't bro. know. I just think they're going to be too good. Are they going to try to get the 10 seed? They're going to be in the play-in? What, they're going to start benching players? Well I, well, I mean, they do They do, They do. do have an inside track on tanking. Thibodeau is still their coach. So that is the, you know what I mean? They do have, they do have an inside. Let Obi Toppin have a little Tom contest. Anybody that's not going to tank games is on Thibodeau. Not only is it on the board, it's at number one. Coming back after the break, those are your predictions. That's shocking. Are the Chiefs on the verge of a major move? It's the crossover event that we've been waiting for. It's taken media by storm. Hmm. And first things first, finally join forces. Next. Welcome back to First Things First. As you know, I have a paywall exclusive offshoot program called Hmm, and we're giving you a free preview today. The Chiefs restructured Travis Kelsey's deal to clear around $3 million in cap space. Super Bowl champion James Jones joins us again. Nick? Panic? So a few... Panic? Panic, I don't think that's, that's how I'd put it. So a few years ago... The Chiefs, late in the year, added Terrell Suggs, friend of the show, Terrell Suggs. And he helped them get to and win the Super Bowl. And last year, about around this time of the year, they added Melvin Ingram mm-hmm. on, you know, a rental end of year to help supplement the pass rush. And he was excellent for them. And by the way, he's been awesome this year. Playing really, I wish they would have kept him. And now they free up. They already had about $3 million in cap space prior to this. Mm-hmm. They free up about another $3.5 million in cap space. And so they have, you know, just under $7 million in cap space now as we approach the trade deadline. Now, I know when this happened, a lot of people were like, oh, what about Christian McCaffrey? The Chiefs are not going to trade for Christian McCaffrey. The, the Panthers want, I, you know, they say supposedly two firsts. They're not getting that. But they probably could get a second and something, and the Chiefs are not, I don't think, going to try to supplement the offense. I also don't think this is for Odell. I think that they are happy with the receiving core, especially with Juju coming off his best game. I do think this is for another pass rusher. I think it's the same thing as the Terrell Suggs, Melvin Ingram. I think that, you know, Frank Clark was supposed to coming off of this great offseason. He's been okay. They have Karloftis, the guy they drafted. Mm -hmm. They, They have Carlos Dunlap, who's been okay. But they need another guy up front. And this now gives them the money for that. And people say, is it going to be Brian Burns? I don't think Brian Burns is going to be available. So I don't have the name for you. But I do think the Chiefs are doing this. The local reporters were like, ah, it's because they need to bring up a practice squad player. No, it's not. Practice squad player, they don't need no three and a half million in cap space. I think they want to add somebody. And this was done, for the record, before the Buffalo game. It was reported today this was done on Sunday. So it's not in reaction to – or Saturday, Sunday night. The, this was not done in reaction to the Buffalo game. Yeah. But I, I think it's to add a defensive player. I don't care what they say, Nick. You're extremely smart. Oh, extremely thanks, smart, bro. Right? I don't know who says – what do you mean, who's they? I mean, I think that's what everybody says. Literally what everybody says. Incredibly well, charming and obviously day, that, At the end of the day, that's the only way to go, right? Yeah. The people you are trying to beat in the AFC is Lamar Action Jackson and Josh Allen, sure. right? So you cannot have enough pass rushers. Scoring is not the problem, no right? MVS will get going. Juju had a really good game. Obviously, you got Travis Kelsey, yeah. right? They're doing a really good job with the backs catching the ball out the backfield, toting the rock. The offense is not the problem, right? We have to be able to stop people and get the ball back to Patty Mahomes, especially late in the game, especially going up against elite quarterbacks like Lamar 
Jackson like Josh Allen, right? You cannot just have Chris Jones out there and right. once they double team him, we cannot get pressure, right? You need to get another pass rusher to go with Chris Jones. Then you can have Clark on the other side to put pressure on the quarterback. It's the same reason why last year the Rams said, yeah, we got the baddest man in the world in Aaron Donald, but we Vaughn. need another one, right? Yeah. And they go get Vaughn, and Vaughn caused problems, right? Same thing with Buffalo Bills. Nobody can stop us on the offensive side of the ball. We have to be able to stop number 15. We have to be able to go get Lamar Jackson. We get Vaughn Miller, right? Yeah. Same thing with the Kansas City Chiefs. If they can get another pass rusher, I don't have the answer neither, but if they can get another pass rusher to go on that defense with Chris Jones, this team has problems. The AFC Championship is going to be a great game. <laughs> well, look, they're problems anyway, and I agree with you guys. It's smart, but you brought it up. They're not getting Von Miller. That's the problem. They're not getting anybody that close to Von Miller. And Buffalo did. Ain't Buffalo nobody got beat him to the punch. Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo beat him to the punch. Well, that guy is, you know, the Super Bowl whisperer. Wherever he goes, yeah. a Super Bowl follows. Wait, and who? it's going to follow in Buffalo. Von Miller. Because it could. He's been – what do you mean? Denver Super Bowl. But he was – Rams not like he, Super Bowl. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Buffalo <laughs> he was in Denver Super Bowl. For, wait, hold on. Super Bowl. Hold on. He was I'm in Denver right for now. Super Bowl. years before they made – it's not like they drafted him and went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. He was in Denver for I'm years. I'm just saying and that brother, if he's on your team, you yeah, win the Super, Super Bowl. When he had a capable okay. quarterback. In okay. The, he got a capable the, quarterback. The, so, Von Miller, the beat him to the punches – the Bills gave Von Miller six years, $120 million. I think a lot of teams could have gotten Von Miller for that. I think the Rams could have kept him for that if they wanted to pay him that. The Bills decided to go out, and right now he, he's looking even at 32 years old like Great. he's worth it. We'll, we'll see how that contract ages. I am not as confident as you are that there won't be a super high-impact player available in the next two weeks. Ooh. I don't think people saw Von Miller coming available last year. I don't think anybody thought Denver was all of a sudden going to trade Von Miller. Von didn't see it coming. He was tears, and I'm not saying this disrespectfully, he was tears in his eyes leaving the facility because he didn't think they were going to trade him. So I think that we're going to see how teams play over the next 10 days or 14 days and see which teams decide. But if anybody sees it, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. That's why you restructure. Yeah. They see something. They no, see, they, they're they not doing this for no they, reason. They know yeah. they're a little behind Buffalo. Yeah, a little, but right Vaughn's now. had tears in his eyes watching the current Broncos game last night. Bro. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh you're supposed to be neutral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, said, why is he supposed to be neutral? Just because he's sitting between us. Doesn't mean he has to be neutral. Talking MVP next. First things first. Oh, welcome back to First Things First. Drawing a blank, we got four minutes left in the show. These are our NBA MVP odds provided by our friends at Fox Bet. We've got Luca, basically the favorite. Nick, you're a guy. I don't know yeah. if you're making these or just having meetings or what. Yeah. It was all the way down to Devin Booker. Uh-huh. Nick, the NBA regular season MVP will be who? The guy that should have been last year, Luka Doncic. I will remind America, two years ago, I had the courage to say Chris Paul should have been the MVP. And I was like, no, that was look at Nikola Jokic's VORP. And then they played in the playoffs, and Chris Paul swept his ass out of it. And then last year, I had the courage to say, hey, you know who's also missing his second-best player and carrying his team? Luka Doncic. And everyone's like, no, just wait until he's in. And then Luka took him to the Western Conference Finals. Luka's this year. In shape to start the season. It's been a bit of a problem for my large adult Slovenian son. A big He's thing. come into years as my extra large adult Slovenian <laughs> son. Yeah. He also is reunited with Compazzo. He's got another year under Jason Kidd. 
He doesn't have the black cloud of Chris Stapp's funky attitude weighing down wow. in the beginning of the year. Shots fired. Oh, you, you know what? Fair shots fired. Can A I lot of guys it? have just been so happy playing with Porzingis over the years. What, Wild? Jalen Brunson and and Luca were this like nice little duo. Yeah. Now he's gone. That's fine. You think he? Like, Tim Hardaway Jr. is coming coming in. Tim Hardaway Jr.'s. I. It, it was a totally underrated part of last year's playoffs that Hardaway was out for the end of last season for the Mavs and out for the entire playoff run. Brunson was a nice player. Christian Wood, that addition, this offense I is like going to be move. the I highest like scoring, move. most efficient offense in basketball. And Luka Doncic is going to do what he should have done last wow. year and win league MVP. Well. Look, on behalf of the uh, MVP voters of the Yeah, that have never voted for Kyrie. I do have to say that it's a regular season award. So what happened in the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference playoffs is irrelevant. What about when Jokic got the sixth seed in the regular season? He was awesome. I didn't vote for him in the MVP that year, but still, he was awesome. He was awesome. So here's the deal. I I don't hate that pick. I've picked Luka in the preseason as my MVP the last two years. So maybe I'm a little skewed because I'm like, man, he didn't, he didn't get it this year. He didn't get it that year. I'm going with a guy that's lower on that list. Used to be – I'm oh, sorry, Wild. No, you're going to do it. Oh, but you're going to – I took him months take ago. Him? I took him months ago. What? John Moran. Wow. Memphis, I believe, Memphis might be the number one seed in the West. Wow. And John Moran's going to lead the way. Look, I took him a year ago, so it, it, no, it's not like I'm stealing your guy. Wow. He's been my guy for months. You gave this, him up for Pat Beverly. I why are you just, acting mad? Yeah. Wow. You know why I'm acting mad. I said he was the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Yeah. I put him in the show every day. I don't yes. care if he just made a nice assist. I get him yeah. in the show. I felt like the Timberwolves were being unfairly mocked. So I started to sort of root for them because I've gotten root you, for the underdog. You, you abandoned. Hey, don't say it on. nicely. You, you abandoned we, we for He Anthony called him Edwards, the most electrified man one. in sports entertainment. But then what happened was this. Everyone just thinks about the fact when Wilds abandoned him for the Timberwolves and then Ja went on camera, said, hey, Kevin right, Wilds, don't switch right. it back up. He was talking but, to you. But what is – of course, he said, hey, Kevin Wilds. How many Kevin Wilds are there? But – the other thing that happened was Ja had one of the greatest dunks in playoff history, That's and right. Wilds was like, it's a seven. That's I've right. seen That's better. Right. So you're not the Ja guy anymore. I'm going to be the Ja guy. No. You know, you, how, how am I not? Fine. You know what I'm going to be? You went from Chet. Yeah, no, not Chet. Although that would be good. I'm taking Giannis. The best player. Oh, oh, there you go. Out on the rim. He's the best player in the world, and you guys don't pick him. What do you want me to do? What? He's the best player in the world for MVP. He was the best player in the world last year and the year before that, too. Yes, he should be MVP. It's a makeup award. He should win two this year. You should make Giannis. Yes, it's unfair what you just did. Dirty pool. That was dirty pool, my friend. Dirty pool. Hey.